She only wanted to be cherished, to be coveted, to be loved. But instead she was met with disrespect and violence. A man got too close without her permission, so she crushed his hands. Another used her as an ashtray, so she killed him. When she had finally found the right guy to take care of her, he turned around and found another lady and flaunted her in sight of the one he betrayed. She had enough. She crushed those who hurt her. She ran them over. She sent them flying through her windshield. Oh, did I not mention this was a car? Specifically, a red and white Pontiac Fury named Christine. In 1983, John Carpenter directed this chilling automotive tale from the mind of horror author Stephen King. While this film was moderately successful in the box office, it has gained a cult following. I'm Kelly, and this is Through the Lens. Hop in my Chrysler. It's as big as a whale, and we're about to set sail. This week on Through the Lens, we are completing our series on planes, trains, and automobiles. This week, we'll be taking a look through the lens at optical coating applications in the automotive industry. Plus, we'll share some of our favorite real-world examples. So buckle up, and let's live life in the fast lane of automotive coatings with Dan. As the automotive industry evolves, the use of digital and touch-based displays will grow exponentially. Most of these displays have sophisticated lighting and suffer from degradation over time for a variety of reasons. There are multiple vacuum and dip-applied coatings with roots in the photonics and optics world that can address the challenges that automotive manufacturers face as they integrate and improve display technology into their fleets. Many of the instrument panel lenses are injection-molded plastics. Predominantly, these polymers are polycarbonate, acrylic, or ABS. These are all good display materials as they are optically clear, inexpensive, and impact-resistant. The big issue with all three is that they scratch very easily and are prone to attack from common cleaning chemicals. To address this issue, there are dip and spray-applied hard coatings. These resin-based technologies bond to the plastics through a light or heat-based curing process and create a permanent bond that resists abrasion and chemical exposure. The additional benefit of these hard coating technologies is that they help to vastly improve the life cycle of the display. Years ago, before hard coat technology was used on instrument panels, a simple cleaning could leave your car's radio, HVAC, or mechanical cluster lens scratched and almost impossible to read. Now with the use of hard coatings, polymer-based automotive displays last longer and perform better for the consumer. Anti-reflective coatings are another coating that helps improve the driver experience by helping to improve the clarity and acuity of dashboard displays. As automotive manufacturers adapt to extend whole roof moon roofs, sunlight in the cabin becomes more of an issue for the driver. Increased sunlight leads to increased glare on all instrument panels, which can lead to display washout. When dashboard displays are washed out, it can lead to driver discretion, which has been proven to be a component in a large percentage of automotive accidents. Anti-reflective coatings work to reduce surface reflection on dashboard displays while also increasing the amount of transmitted light. 
Not only is sun glare reduced on the display, but the acuity of the information is better as the light transmits more cleanly through the lens. Finally, hydrophobic or anti-fingerprint coatings for touchscreen displays are finding their way into automotive cabins. With the growth of the Piano Black dead display that has been adapted across multiple automotive platforms, the need to resist and easily clean fingerprints from touchscreen displays has grown more important. Fingerprint oils build up on displays and create issues both cosmetically and functionally on touchscreens within cars. Hydrophobic coatings help to reduce and eliminate this issue by making the surface of the display essentially Teflon-like. By increasing the surface energy of the display's outer lens, the display is far easier to clean as the oil in one's fingerprints does not dwell on the surface of the display. The hydrophobic coating acts similar to Rain-X on a windshield and causes the oils to bead and be easily wiped away. Unlike Rain-X, hydrophobic coatings never need to be reapplied as they are chemically bonded to the display. This is just an example of a few of the different automotive coatings that are currently used across the industry. It's time for the sidebar. It's one of the most iconic opening scenes to a movie in history. It introduced a generation of Americans to an iconic song. It caused a lot of headaches and sore necks. I'm of course talking about the Bohemian Rhapsody scene from the movie Wayne's World. What's interesting about this headbanger of a scene is that it almost didn't happen. Lorne Michaels, the producer of the film, as well as the producer of Saturday Night Live, didn't like the song choice. He felt that something by Guns N' Roses would work out better as they were topping the charts at the time. Mike Myers, who played Wayne and also wrote the film, said he would walk away from the project if it wasn't the rock opera by Queen. But Lorne wasn't the only obstacle. Take a moment and just bang your head. Keep going. Keep going. Stop. I bet your neck hurts just a little bit. You see, they had to do that so many times that the actors nearly gave up on the scene. The director's children even had to bribe the actors with food to keep them going. Fans and critics agreed that it was worth the effort, though. The scene was even shown to Queen frontman Freddie Mercury before he passed away, and it made him laugh. In the end, Myers was right to fight for Bohemian Rhapsody. Don't worry about Guns N' Roses, though. They got the Wayne's World treatment in the Will Ferrell movie Step Brothers. Back to the show. We've worked in the automotive industry for almost 25 years, so we've seen a variety of different challenges. One specific challenge that stands out came to us from a very well-known electronic car manufacturer. Their 19-inch center stack display was comprised of thin glass with a piano black frame and a very unique shape. The challenges of the geometry of the glass were addressed by a custom coating fixture set that did not leave marking on the printed areas of the display. This made for a very nice cosmetic appearance and a virtually bezel-free center stack that rivaled many large touch-based computer gaming monitors. 
The other issue our customer was facing was heavy reflectance off of this glass display. The driver's viewing angle during operation was nearly 40 degrees from standard incidents. In short, a standard anti-reflective coating just would not operate well. When simulated by our customer's driver experience engineers, the standard angle anti-reflective coating almost acted like a purple sunglass mirror that completely obscured the displayed information of the center stack. Our thin film design team was able to address this issue by custom engineering an anti-reflective coating optimized for a very specific angle that the driver would be viewing the center stack display at during regular driving conditions. In addition to the anti-reflective coating, we provided an easy clean anti-fingerprint overcoat to combat fingerprints and cleanability issues. This coating cleared up the mirroring issue experienced on the center stack and was used in alpha prototyping. Eventually, it was written into the final assembly drawing used in full-scale production. It's rewarding to address optical challenges at the prototype design level and then see them come to fruition in mass production. Oh, hi there. Did you know that North American Coding Laboratories offers both standard and customized coding options from the UV to IR spectrums? With over 45 years of experience, you know we got you coded. Connect with the experts at NACL.com. That's NACL.com. We're here to help. Technology in cars continues to evolve to make our driving experiences safer and more efficient. This is most apparent in the explosion of optical-assisted driving and autonomous driving systems now entering and evolving within the automotive industry. Among the most widely emerging autonomous driving technologies is a system called LiDAR. LiDAR stands for Light Detection and Ranging and is seen as one of the most promising mapping technologies being used in the autonomous vehicle space. So we know what it stands for, but now you're probably asking, what exactly is LiDAR? LiDAR scanning is the latest development in surveying technology. It is a direct descendant of sonar and radar technology, but instead of using sound or radio waves to scan the environment, LiDAR utilizes laser light pulses. LiDAR systems can actually map surroundings at the speed of light. The system's versatility in direct air, like on Earth, and in the vacuum experienced in space, allows LiDAR systems to operate on a short-wave near-infrared optical signal, which results in a much greater scan accuracy than longer-wave infrared-based systems allow. LiDAR technology was originally developed by NASA and the U.S. military close to 50 years ago to track lunar and satellite distances. Then, in 1995, the United States Geological Survey used LiDAR for the first time commercially in order to map coastal vegetation growth. So we know what LiDAR stands for and a bit of its history, but now, how exactly does LiDAR work in autonomous vehicles? Laser pulses emanate from the vehicle and travel outwards until contacting an object. Upon contact of said object, they reflect back to the LiDAR system. The LiDAR system receives and registers this echo pulse. The system calculates the distance of the object based on the laser pulse's travel time to and from it. Basically, the LiDAR system emits and receives 100,000 laser pulses every second, giving it very accurate and precise data of all distances mapped around a vehicle. As LiDAR systems become more compact, carmakers will continue to leverage their capabilities as a key component to develop safe, reliable, and efficient autonomous vehicles.
Well, that's it. We've made it to the end of our series on planes, trains, and automobiles. Of course, we couldn't do an episode on automobiles without mentioning The Fast and the Furious. This movie franchise has grossed over $1.7 billion in North America and $5.9 billion worldwide. Not bad for living life a quarter mile at a time. Before we go, we do want to say a quick thank you for listening to our first season of Through the Lens. We're going to take a short break to enjoy the holiday season, but we'll be back soon to share more fun facts and technical information surrounding the optical coating world. See you next time, Through the Lens.